0: Welcome to Toleracea in Part 2 of the Inglorian Bastards Trilogy, Rise of the Mormagin. Welcome, worthy listeners, to Episode 60 of the Inglorian Bastards Podcast. Uh, you're going to have to bear with me a little bit today because I have a cold... <laughs> um i have kind of a hodgepodge for you today um i promised that i would be doing a series on the new characters and uh since that time we've we've uh successfully had an interview with mj on the zelendor we had an interview with john on more loman and i'll be uh i'll be talking a little bit about okren myself and okren of course was played by vic one of my friends okren is the um The white haired, beautiful bard um, that he describes himself as a herald of Vanya. Um, Of course, Vanya was a Valar um, who prized beauty. So, in the first part of the campaign, we had, you know, uh, we, we stuck pretty closely to the Adventures in Middle Earth races. You know, we had five characters that made up sort of the primary races of Middle Earth. And here in part two, um, we're now including a, uh, another elf, uh, but we're also including an Avathari and a Maiar. Um, and, and, you know, this isn't the first time that a Maiar has played a, a major role in, in, uh, in a Lord of the Rings story, obviously, uh, thinking of, uh, Melian and, and, you know, Gandalf, Sauron, all of the Istari, um. So so yeah, so Okrin, um is a Maiar sort of in the service of Vanya. And throughout history, um, there are these really famous bards like uh, Glihuin, uh, um, you know, these, these people that have written um, uh, famous lays, right? The lay of Lathian. Um, and what we've done with Okren is we's, we've essentially combined, all of all of these bards um so let's just go through a few of them for Okren. so um <laughs> Okrin claims to be the bard that was once tinfen in Doriath. um and uh having been mentioned in the lay of lathian um he was gleir to the woodmen of brethel uh in the time of turin um, and uh he was uh actually uh Ryanin in numenor and finally um, when he was called back to the service of vanya he was uh Gliowine in in rohan under king theoden um and uh, <laughs> we just thought this would be a really fun way to sort of bring together, um, you know, that there's this Maiar who decided to essentially tell the story of the children of Iluvatar, um, who, who has who has been among them uh, since the beginning, uh, singing their songs and, 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 you know, telling the legends of these people. Um, and when he is brought back, um, into service, uh, uh, Vanya calls him back because, uh, this shadow has been released. And, you know, we had, um, we had a character like Riken who traveled across the straight road through this portal that they that they opened in this ritual and we had the the party of people that that traveled across the straight road on kirden ships well one of the things that we really haven't discussed much is um this this other way to travel across the straight road really the only other way um, and that is the Alorimale. male um, the path of dreams, um, which is talked about um, a, a little bit, um, I believe it was was in the book of lost tales. Um, but you also s- see some of this if you've ever if you've ever studied the Atlas of Middle Earth. Um, uh, you, you'll see this drawn sort of above the land, um, and this is and that the path of dreams is essentially this. Um, Uh, this way that uh, that human uh, men and women uh, mostly mostly children um, travel uh, to the land of the elves um, uh, to the cottage of lost play for for story time and for supper um, and so uh, uh being a mayar and uh, being in the service of vanya um, we we said that okran traveled back from rohan uh, across the Alorimale male um, and and joined up with our characters uh, obviously in Avalone, um when they were imprisoned i think he first met with uh, reichen uh, when reichen came through the portal so, so there, there we have it. There's Okren in a nutshell, um, the bard, the 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 bard of ages, really. Um, now having assumed his his own uh, moniker, uh, Okren. Um, being a part of the uh, Nos Glanador, the Fellowship of Light. So so moving on from Okrin, uh, a few other things for you today. Um, we do have some really exciting uh, interviews coming up in October. Uh, we have uh, Paul Strack, who is a longtime role player and, uh, and uh, creator of the Elvish Data Model. So we're going to talk to him about his eldamo.org uh, when he comes on the podcast. And we're also going to um, run some Quenya words that we've used in the podcast by him. In addition to that, uh, October is kind of our language-themed month. We are going to be interviewing Fiona Jollings, who runs uh, realelvish.net, and she has a, a, a book on Sindarin and Neo-Sindarin. Uh, and we will be uh, uh, talking to her, and I'll be running some uh, some of those Elvish words by her that we've used in the podcast. Um, what else do I have for you? So the other, the other thing I wanted to talk about tonight was, um, possibly getting a doing a fan interview so uh if you are out there and you've listened to multiple episodes and uh, i'm sure there's a few of you (laughs) out there if you're interested in being interviewed on the inglory ambassadors podcast please uh, go to our website and uh click the contact uh button um the other thing i'll mention is that you know originally when we did this campaign um it it wasn't going to be a podcast right we were we were playing Dungeons and dragons and we happen to be recording these sessions, uh, mostly so I can, you know, remember uh, all the fun times that we had. So, so there are times that we are not as descriptive as we should be. And, um, and and possibly even um, episodes where it might make more sense to to actually see what we're talking about uh, on the maps that we've recorded. So um, where the podcast is a great thing to, to listen to in the car and while you're working out or whatever on your way to work, um, there may be some episodes that you decide, hey, you know what, I, I want to go to that YouTube video or go to the website and check out the YouTube video. And that is certainly available to you. Uh, we have made that available on the website so please feel free to check those out. Um, Outside of that we will be um, in episode 61 we will be coming into the Cottage of Lost play and meeting um, uh, both Little Heart the Gong Warden and the couple uh, Lindo and Vare. Uh, that live at the cottage of lost play and we're going to see many children there um and 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 we're going to um you know obviously um the, the the party is trailing the man in black um and something that i had written up for the party was a, a dream that fair had as a young boy now remember i've 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 stayed pretty uh, clear here in the campaign that that traveling across the straight road be it via the or or the um on a ship um time is kind of wonky right so that um people visiting the cottage of Lost play maybe in dream um you, you know they don't necessarily see or experience the things that, that they're experiencing in their exact time so I, i'll leave this open to interpretation but um Take take a listen. I'm going to read what I had written for the characters um, and think about what it could possibly mean for Faradir in the future. Eriador, third age, twenty nine thirty nine. The child was asleep, and all the world around him was stirring with the first light of day. Red was the horizon as the, dra- the dawn drew neat eye. It was cold that morning, and the heavy dew sat upon the ground and on the blankets that surrounded the sleeping boy. To the north lie the ruined stone walls of outer Annuminas. Crumbling stones gave he and his mother some protection against predators, both beast and orc. Despite the danger, the once great city always comforted her. She watched as he began to wake. His eyelids flitted back and forth, a clear sign that he was dreaming. She rested a hand on his chest, and he rested more peacefully. Soon he would awake, and he would tell her about his dream. This was a little game they played each morning. He remembered his dreams vividly, and often would recount strange and obscure visions of far off places. But the boy the The boy was never bothered. She marveled at his seeming understanding of the alore male, the path of dreams, for she had only nightmares. When it came time to play the dream game with her son, she made up stories of fanciful people and animals. Her stories always had happy endings. She did not tell the truth she was afraid to close her eyes the last six years she had wandered with him in the wild and every night she dreaded closing her eyes since the passing of califar the boy's father at times had been difficult for her she looked down at him with her eyes uh, and his eyes were open he was looking at her Orevare, uh, feathered deer, dear she said in the cinder and tongue good morning she repeated The boy smiled. I was there again, Naneth, Faradir whispered to his mother. He often spoke in a patchwork of words of both man and elves, and Naneth was how he referred to his mother. Gilwyn was her given name. The man and woman were there again. They were of the Eldar, I think. But inside their house, there were other children, he paused. There were some grown men and women, too. Did you play with them, she asked. Not this time, he said. I saw a man standing in the garden, staring toward the west. He was dressed in black. Gilwyn waited for him to remember his dream. She knew that the more he talked about it, the more he would recall. When he saw me the man patted my head. He paused again and looked confused for a moment. No weapons are allowed in the house. Gilwin made a face at this. She didn't like to encourage any talk of weapons or fighting. Let us begin packing up. There is a red dawn this morning. His hand brought her back to his chest, and he continued recounting his dream the sword burned like the morning sky naneth but the blade was black like the hills at night i like more your dreams of animals and forest than of your men and swords and armor she said in a serious face Faradier shrugged and smiled at his mother. Then he released her hand and began to sit up. As the two kin packed their things and warmed themselves by the small fire, Faradier thought quietly about the words the man in black had spoken to him before leaving the garden. He recalled the words in his mind. See you soon, kid. See you soon. With the rest of the episode, I want to leave you with uh, the end of our last session uh, that our players played as they as they came into the the cottage of lost play so you'll get a little sort of preview introduction i think you're even introduced to little heart the gong warden enjoy let me take us on to to this map here and we'll, we'll end for the evening i knew this would run a little late uh today but most of the sessions won't be like this so um along along the way you see this guy he joins you oh well, that guy's sure awesome who's that guy that's a um, friend did somebody uh, say something about this guy earlier? A couple of you have met him. Is his name number know. one? Yeah. No, who does number one work for? <laughs> <laughs> who throws a shoe? Honestly. <laughs> um. So he 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 sort of joins you along the way, and um. So um. He would greet Loman and say um, greetings. So I uh, I see that you succeeded on your mission to rescue these fine people. Yes, it was uh, quite the adventure, but I'm glad that we're here. Um, so I, 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 take it you, uh, you're still on your quest to, uh, I'm probably following the, uh, the gentleman that passed by here earlier. That's right. We, uh, seek the man, the man in black, not the man in dark gray. <laughs> <laughs> with no face. He's really scary. <laughs> um, and he, so he leads you, he says, come with me. Um, we'll, we'll go see Lindo and Barre. And uh, they'll be able to sort of um, let you know if they've seen anything in the area and and answer any questions that you might have. Uh, um, And so he leads you to this place, um, kind of, um, you know, it it looks like a little sort of farmstead. um, And there are all these, like... uh, Human children running around, <laughs> um, so it's, it's just kind of weird. Um, you, you've not seen this anywhere else on say So, uh, lindo uh, let me show you what they look like, um, and then we'll, we'll sort of call, it, call it a night. BC uh, So Vare looks like this. They're, they're like a husband and wife uh, combo here. So, uh, so let's uh, yeah. <laughs> so some <laughs> of you, some of you have these lore cards. Probably the uh, the uh, Cottage of Lost Play. You'd have that. Yep, if formerly known as the Cottage of Children and Cottage of Play of the Play of Sleep, was a house upon Tolarissa where Lindo and Bear dwelt. Right. so so you actually you've been here before, Vic. Um, I greet them. So, do you remember how how you got here? Here, this, this was one of the trivia questions that I asked you guys. Uh, the other way to Tolarissa. Oh, I know a lot about this. You do? Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna so, say anything because we went like in death on. it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so it's on this map. Um, if you take a look at the the sort of the top circle, um, the the Olore, the lore mare, it's the path of dreams. Okay. And so that's how I got here before. Yeah. Remember you you visited Old Tom Bombadil and he. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay okay. He gave you the the express route to Tol Eressëa when you were called back. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you, so Linda and Valerie will come out and, and greet you, and the children sort of run up to you. Um, and uh, you guys have Arcana to interview. Some of you have Arcana. If you want to do yeah. some Arcana checks, um, uh, I can I can share some information. <coughs> I'm just gonna sort of stand back while the kids check out everybody else because I don't want them around me because I'm smoking. So. <laughs> Yeah, so both uh, MJ, uh, so both Ezelendor and Faradir, um, you, would, you would recognize that these children are uh, non-corporeal. Mm. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, and you see a very familiar child, um, Faradir, you, you recognize one in particular. Um, looks a little bit like you did. Uh, well, that's weird. Just because we're related or because it's me? I don't, I don't know. Do I start going insane? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Need nine shadow rolls out of you. So there's a, a little quick blog entry that I wrote about this exact scene. Um, Do you remember this, Marco? Um, so we we can spend. Uh, we we'll, have we're we're gotten kind of late here, so we'll we'll um, we'll catch up on story stuff at the beginning of the next session. Um, so you guys are now at the cottage of Lost Play. You've met someone named. Uh, he introduced himself as Little Heart. Some of you know him as Ilfrin um and then you've met lindo and Badre and they're all these little uh uh sort of spirit spirit human children and a little fair deer um and so do we heal or rest at all yeah well you're gonna get a rest here well we can do a long rest here um but we can you know let's like let's talk like throughout the week about any any like questions you might have about this place or <laughs> um you know and we can we can even do that a little bit at the beginning of next time but um you're going to get some direction from these guys next week on on sort of where, where where this thing, this man in black went, and what he might be after, maybe even who he is. Um, and uh, hopefully, you can sort of get oriented a little bit. And now, now I have a, some sort of idea too about uh, what kind of enemies I can put up against you guys. <laughs> What do you think of these creatures, though? Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, they're pretty scary. I yeah, love the new creatures. Yeah, I'm using uh, using a different book, and I'm modifying them a little bit. So, Tessero, you saw the freaking Babadook or whatever it was that we saw, <laughs> right? <Babadook>. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing called? The <laughs> Bodoc? The Bodoc, yeah. yeah. I think Tessero <laughs> might have run in with that. So that thing's pretty freaky, too. All right, anything for good of the order? <laughs> We're set. Are We uh, we we're, we're on again eight o'clock next Sunday, right? We are. Cool. We're good. Sounds yeah. good, man. I think the the story is going to start like making sense. You know, uh, don't don't base uh, the rest of the <laughs> sessions on the first session. It's always a little like takes oh, yeah, us yeah, a while to get that into. That was this. the same way the last time. It took two or three sessions before yeah. we really got into figuring out how our characters were working. <laughs> and, yeah. 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 All right, guys. All right. All right. Have, Have a good you night, night. See ya. Good night. Good night. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.